Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I know you are here wanting to change and rewrite your story. You are desiring to step into the impact that you know you were here to create. I am here to guide you with the proven tools and strategies used by myself and our speakers to support you in taking radical responsibility in your life and learning how to own your choices to change your story. My name is Marsha Van Weinsberg. I am a storytelling business coach, master NLP trainer, speaker, podcaster, and seven times published author. My clients have found freedom and purpose from overcoming their shame stories and learning how to share them with the world. I am so grateful you are here. Let's get started. Welcome back to the show. Today, you are in for a treat. We are speaking with Mahima. Mahima is a self-mastery mentor, and she is Europe's number one self-mastery mentor, mindset trainer, international, best-selling author, and award-winning speaker and founder of the Mahima Mindset. Mahima is the first Black self-mastery mentor to have spoken at the Harvard Club of Boston in July, 2018. And in 2017, she got to share the stage with, ready for this, Sir Richard Branson at the business development event in Singapore. She has also had the privilege to share the stage with other thought leaders like Les Brown, Kevin Harrington, and Lisa Nichols. She has done over 10,000 hours of meditation practice and to date has helped transform the lives of thousands of people with her unique creations the Inner Peace Formula, and the Own Your Superstar multi-award-winning training are just pieces of what she shares with us today. Since 1997, Mahima and her team have developed a world-class personal growth academy, which evolved into what is today known as the Mahima Mindset. The Mahima Mindset helps people to find and live their higher purpose. This is such a beautiful, powerful episode, having two women from across the world connect and really share their love of how we can all collaborate and rise together. The power of our mindset, the power of our thoughts, the power of inner peace and finding joy. And Mahima shared so much today on switching out our emotions from comparison to inspiration and really seeing and calling out those comparison pieces that show up in us and how to shift that into inspiration so that we can actually play in the area of possibility. And she also shared so much on the power of self-love and how powerful it is to learn how to embrace and reclaim all parts of ourselves and love all parts of ourselves. The pieces that we're always resisting can actually be the pieces that can connect us to others and then build the relationships that we're actually craving. This is the path to finding our authentic message, the keys to being vulnerable and literally being yourself. Honestly, this is such a a beautiful connection and episode, and I'm so grateful to be able to share it with you. Mahima is truly an example of vulnerability is your superpower. Welcome to the show today, Mahima. It is so nice to meet you. Such a joy to be here, Marsha. Thank you so much for having me here. I love being around empowered women that are change makers and doing beautiful things in the world. So it's just a, a, a blessing for me today. Oh, Thank you. 
Beautiful. So there's a great start. Change makers, women. I love women that are change makers. It's actually something that lights me up so much. Um, from reading your bio, which I'll go through in a little bit more, you definitely are a change maker. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what it is for you that fires you up about being a change maker. So, you know, coming from what I call a culture of hate, which is what they had in Zimbabwe when growing up, I was brought up in apartheid. And that is a segregation of people living in different communities, depending on the color of your skin um, or your nationality. So, you know, Indians lived here, white people there, you know, black people there, colored people here. And so it was very segregated. Mm -hmm. And my parents struggled um, with, uh, with, um, yeah, being in that culture. Mm-hmm. You know, they would they, they, they'd be benches that said, like, you know, blacks not allowed to sit here. They weren't allowed to go to certain schools. So so they 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 struggled to be positive. They struggled to not, you know, be angry. And some of that boiled over as a kind of excessive disciplining of us as children. Mm-hmm. Right. So you didn't just get told, hey, don't do this, you know. You you could get a couple of tough slaps if you you know didn't do what you were told. So um, I didn't realize how much this was impacting me until I was married to um, a Swiss man at a young age. I was nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was uh, twenty eight. Actually, I was eighteen and he was twenty eight when we met. We stayed together for some years and then we got married. What I discovered during the marriage is that regardless of whatever we had, all the trimmings of a great life, I was miserable. I was miserable because I hadn't learned how to be happy. I hadn't learned the mindset of success. I had no clue what I really wanted to do with my life. And so I felt quite confused and lost. And so that confusion and that lostness led me to obviously get divorced because I believe that if you're not working on yourself, to become a whole, as we were just talking about mm-hmm. before, you're sort of like, you know, you're broken. You Some people might not even realize they're broken. Like I didn't necessarily think I was broken or something, but I realized that during the marriage, oh my God, I was a hot mess. <laughs> okay. We were fighting for, for, for nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Silly things. We just explode into uh, drama and, and, and chaos and confusion. Um, and, and so, so then after the marriage, I went to India, long story, but, uh, just imagine I'm 23 years old. I'm African. I can't, I could never imagine back then it was pretty extraordinary. This is over like 27 years ago. Um, it was quite extraordinary for me to be in an ashram in India, you know, considering that I came from Zimbabwe where nobody came with stories about Indian gurus or anything like this. So I feel like I found my purpose when I found meditation and personal growth. I started a very deep personal growth journey, which uh, led me to start teaching at a young age. I started teaching at 27, um, the art of being human and how to be just more joyful for no reason other than I'm alive and I'm in this body and I've got the right to feel um, peaceful, joyful, loving, playful, curious, creative, because it's just my birthright to to have those that sense of self. 
Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where the journey started that led me to who I am today, being uh, having created this beautiful um, global company that supports people to to awaken to their inner power. And I love to put it like this, to discover an inner peace, a love and a joy that's not dependent on external circumstances, events, or people. It's a coming back home to yourself. It's a rooting and grounding inside of your humanity. And it's the most wonderful gift anyone can give themselves to work on yourself so that life becomes more playful. You don't take yourself so seriously and you're able to create magical things because you learned the secret of creation, which is that your thoughts and feelings matter because they contribute to the overall effect of what you're creating. So that's a nutshell. Oh, I love this nutshell. (laughs) It's a beautiful nutshell. And I mean, a lot of what I talk about here is how powerful our thoughts are and our beliefs are and what we're thinking every single day. I mean, as a human culture, I think it's very safe to say the average person doesn't practice mindfulness. They don't practice that inner peace and that, you know, slow down in the moment. We live in this time where it feels almost like I'll be happy when I'll be grateful when that happens. It would just be great if that would happen now. And so somebody who's listening, and I'm assuming you were in those spots yourself, how do you recommend um, slowing down and not putting your happiness or your joy tied to what you're shooting towards? There needs to be a desire for change, right? And the desire can't be a light desire. There's got to be a burning desire for, I can't continue as I'm continuing. Like, I'm either going to break down yeah. or I'm going to break through, right? So yeah. um, I, I, I'm so done with myself and my way of thinking, my way of feeling, my way of showing up. I want help. I need to look for help. I, um, you know, so either that happens where you consciously realize you just cannot continue as you're continuing and therefore it's time to work on yourself or something more random happens. You go to an event, you're listening to a podcast and then bam, you realize, oh, shoot. I need some help, right? So so either you consciously come to that awareness by yourself because you're just like so done. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you know, you start to attract, you know, because I, I believe our thoughts start to create anyway, right? So whether you're doing it consciously or unconsciously, features, messages, opportunities will start to present themselves for you to get the transformation that you need, mm-hmm. right? So if you're listening to this podcast and you're touched by what we're sharing, let's say you've never listened to this podcast before and you're still listening now, you know, maybe something is touching your heart and you could look into, you know, either what Marsha uh, is doing or myself and, and start, start somewhere, start, have, have people help you, Mm -hmm. right? I don't think getting to a place of inner empowerment is a, I'm going to do this by myself journey. I think it's a, I'm going to get some help. And get someone who's done it to give me the hacks so I can move faster. Mm, okay, that I love because I do think that 
you know, I always go back to like the rising tide lifts all ships. We all have the ability to rise and thrive and we can go a lot further when we connect with each other and when we are in that space. And so that's going to be one of my questions for you is you started this meditation practice. You were able to tap in and become, you know, more focused on yourself and what you needed in order and like just joyful in that moment you were done with how you were doing things, right? You were done with that space and your desire for change was a burning desire to create change. A lot of changes happened in your life from the point when you first started your meditation practice to like even where you are today. Where was a point where you went, okay, I think I'm onto something with this meditation and it's actually really making an impact in my life. And I think I'm being called to even bigger stages or bigger things to do in this life. Yes. So when my teacher passed away, like I kind of knew it all along Mm -hmm. because of how totally I surrendered to the trip. So I spent five years only working on my personal growth and meditating for hours and hours every day. So while everybody was studying to become a doctor or, you know, accountant or a nurse or something else, I was sitting in meditation with these teachers. I would spend like the first time, my first stretch was for 18 months. Mm -hmm. And then I went back to Zimbabwe because I always wanted to check when I wasn't in that cozy environment with the teachers and the tribe, how was all of this stuff sitting inside of me? Was I really learning the lessons? Could I really stay centered and grounded in a world that wasn't about centering and grounding? Yeah, in a world that wasn't about um, trust, but more about fear and confusion instead of clarity and and openness, right? So Mm -hmm. it was always important for me to check in. So I would spend long periods there, like eight months, then I'd go away for two months. I'd stay, and that's when I was traveling like to Vancouver, to America, Bali, so I traveled all over the world and extensively kind of was diving into this work. Then when my teacher passed away, I was 27 years old and um, I just knew, I just knew. And he also knew because when he met me, the first time he saw me, the first day he saw me, he said to me, um, and I was 23 years old at that point, I'd I'd been uh, at this other ashram sort of like for six months having my initial, what I call awakening trip. And then this uh, life teacher inside of his body, I went to visit him and I saw him for the first time and he said to me, you're going to teach inner peace. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of was like, oh, and that he planted the seed inside of me of my, my destiny, whatever you want to call it. So, so, so I really dedicated myself to learn as much as I could. And then with 27, I saw Everywhere I went, people were like, what are you on? I want some of it. (laughs) They could feel it from you? Like it wasn't, they could see it and feel it. They could feel it. They could Mm -hmm. see it and feel it. I was, I was lighter. I was playful, laughing, dancing, loads of energy. And people always ask me, what's happening? How did you become like this? And then I was like, well, I was not born like this. Okay. I've worked (laughs) hard to create all of this. And then I started teaching. And from the minute I started teaching, I, I did a, a workshop in Bali and then I got invited from that workshop all over Europe because there were, you know, people from all over Europe at that event. And so I, I got invited to France, to Italy, 
to Switzerland, to Germany. Um, and, and so it just like kind of just happened. And I think that's the magic that I talk to people about creating when you're aligned inside of your heart mm-hmm. and you decide to do something not from a fearful place. Like, I don't know how to do this. I didn't know how to do it, but I knew I had to do it because I felt a calling inside of me. So, um, so yeah, that's how, how it started. So that was the, the beginning of my journey. <laughs> No, that's beautiful. And thank you for sharing the way you did, because again, going back to inner peace is one of the first things that you said, it's what your, your mentor had said to you. Um, I also want to highlight the fact that, you know, you spent four and a half, five years in your own practice. Mm -hmm. Again, going back to a lot of us, and I've done this fall into a trap where it's like, it looks easy do a little bit of personal growth, and then boom, it all comes together. And we all know that is not how it happens, right? You, I always say, um, like you can, your business will only grow to the extent you grow yourself because you are always going first. And so it's like a constant stretch and stretch that you are going through in yourself in order for different opportunities to grow. Because You've had some incredible opportunities in this last part of like in this last stretch in your business. And if you didn't grow, you wouldn't hold those opportunities either, right? Like, so you have to continue to grow to be able to hold different opportunities and experiences that were coming your way. Absolutely. And I have to continue to grow right now if I want to get to the next level, Mm -hmm. because people think that success is a destination. It's not. It's a journey. Yeah. And it comes in waves, comes in waves. It's like an urban flow, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not just success, 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 success. I, I like, I wish it was, but you know, it's, it's not <laughs> that straight line, line, right? No, <laughs> it's, the, it's, 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 it, it, it is a continuing climbing. I do yeah. believe that if you're in the growth mindset, but inside of that climb, there's a dip and then you go, you know, it, it, it could dip and that dip could be, a bankruptcy that dip could be a, a a loss of strategy or you know for the company that dip could be a, a loss of a loved person that disrupted you there's so many things that can go along the path so so yes i believe that uh there is no end to growing and mm-hmm. learning um you know i've never been a 52 year old woman in my life and trust me i'm learning a lot <laughs> I think it's so cool. I have somebody my age because it doesn't happen a lot. So I I hear you. And there's many times I'll hear people in their 30s complaining about their age or it's so hard. And I'm like, oh, come on. Like I got like 17 (laughs) years on you and you're like, and I'm not complaining that much. So it's just a really, it's a mindset thing and recognizing, you know, what does that age mean? Um, You talk about the dips and I want to know, like, what do you do when you find yourself in a dip where it's like, okay, this is not how this was supposed to go. This is not how I thought this opportunity was going to go. I mean, do doubts come up or how do you navigate the dips for yourself? So everything, because we're human, everything comes up as a thought that, you know, because we also you know, thoughts are not just your thoughts, you're sharing the collective consciousness Mm -hmm. of thoughts, right? So if there's a lot of fear in the air, of course, you're going to start having fearful thoughts as well, right? Like now everybody's like, oh, it's a recession and 
no, you know, da da dee da. So of course yeah. those thoughts will swim around in your head. So what I do is whenever the outs, like my outer life looks out of whack, if I can call it that, like too, too much, um, shit is hitting the fan. Okay. Yep. That's what yep. I call it. Okay. Yeah. You can say that. <laughs> I know that I need to go inside and reconnect to, uh, that what I just said, the inner peace and the love and the joy that's not dependent on external circumstances, events or people. Right. So I need to really just go in and just do that work of letting go of any type of anxiety, any kind of story attachment to it being a certain way to things you're resolving themselves the way I want. like you, because at the end of the day, the truth is I came into this world with nothing. I'm going to leave with nothing, right? The, the soul, this body is a container for my spirit and that spirit will move on at any second. So yes, we are like whatever mess is coming into my life right now is definitely um, due to a series of decisions I've made in the past, mm -hmm. right? And because we're learning, we, we cannot just make perfect decisions all of the time. So sometimes we'll make some decisions and there's some consequences to those decisions that are not very pleasant, right? <laughs> and, sure. and, and so my thing is learn the lesson and let go. Right. So it's okay. Vulnerability is a superpower. It's okay to say right now, I'm dealing with some heavy ass. Right. <laughs> and, and, and I'm okay with that. Right. Um, I'm taking responsibility for, you know, my part in this because I'm not a victim. It's not like, Oh, why is this happening to me? So why is it right? No, I, I, I have contributed to some of the happening. So I'll take my, um, part. And then there's some part, it's just part of the universal flow of what's happening. We can't control that. So there's no point about worrying or stressing about that. What's important is just to own your stuff, right? So I'll give it a, 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 a clearer example. So I was dealing a lot with um, like uh, like team member stuff inside of the company. It was a super challenging year based on all of that. And I had to learn so much around that topic, right? But now I'm definitely more enlightened about that topic. I'm definitely more intentional about, you know, how I put together a team and how we're going to manage the dynamics inside of a team. So it was very valuable lessons, you know, and I want to make sure moving forward that I don't repeat the same mistakes that I made, right? So those challenges were tough, but they were also growth opportunities. So it's about going inside, letting go, not making like, like, like this should not crush me. Like I, I, I'm not going to get depressed about this. I'm not going to get like, you know, can't sleep anymore. Right. Like, yes, challenging times come, but if you're able to get to that center and home place, you're able to understand there's something bigger that's happening here. Even if the mind cannot grasp it, even if the eyes cannot see it. There's that, you know, it's, it's that essence of who we are. And if you can go in and plug in there, you feel everything's perfectly unfolding as it needs to. And everything's fine. And I'll figure this out. This is just another challenge along the way. Oh, I'm sitting here listening and like completely enthralled in your words. And I'm like, okay, Marsha, you still have to host here because I'm loving <laughs> listening to this. Like, I absolutely love it. Thank your voice you. and your message. 
And I think that's, you know, a lesson for anybody who's listening that you can go through really difficult challenges, as you just talked about, like with your team and growing. And I always say the story only ever has the meaning that you give it. And if you give it that I am failing at this moment, then that's the meaning it's going to have. But instead you flip it and say, well, this is part of growing a business. Like having a team is part of growing a business. And I have to find the way that I can navigate this. And what does it mean? Does it mean I'm failing? No, it means I'm expanding. Like I'm expanding and this is part of it. And then what I'm learning. So I love everything that you shared there. There was a question you actually dropped there that I wanted to ask you. Um, I fully believe in this, and I but I love this topic that vulnerability is a superpower. Like I love this topic. It's one of my favorite topics because, but I'm constantly blown away by how many people are scared to death of vulnerability. They're so scared to be seen, yet the thing they're craving the most is to be seen. Yes. Yes. Such a good point. Such a good point. And uh, I think this is all to our our, um, our ladies, right? In, yes. our, um, in the house, because yep. I think men have more of that automatic, like, well, you got to put yourself out there, you know, get the feedback. And, and I think women are tending more to feel very exposed mm-hmm. being in that, uh, let's say, in the front where everyone is looking mm-hmm. at you. And, and it does take some courage. It definitely mm-hmm. does. Um, but it's about authenticity. That's really the key to vulnerability is the willingness to just be authentic, like, like remove the mask and be yourself, right? And yourself, I call the self-love. It's really a pillar in, in the seven steps that I use to guide people into a more conscious living, right? And the first one is self-love and it's about taking all the parts of you and reclaiming them so you're not fragmented all over the place, right? So you take your your brilliance and you own it. You take your anger and you own it. You take your um, child abuse or whatever and you own it. You take your your trauma from uh, and you own it. You take your, your peace and your joy and your laughter and you own it, right? So it's about all of the parts of you being accepted and not being rejected, mm-hmm. right? And 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 mo- because a lot of us, we we think we're owning the let's say shadow parts of us, but we're really escaping, right? We really don't want to face it and really look at it because we think it's going to overwhelm us. It's going to be like, oh my god, I I've got so much trauma. I've got so 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 we we prefer to to sort of try to stuff it down and mm-hmm. and and kind of go along like we're okay we're okay right until we're either breaking down or you know something you know tragic is happening inside of our bodies because you know we can't keep that down anymore so it comes with this disease disease inside of the body so i think it's very important to 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 have strategies and techniques to be able to self you know, understand self-love in the most deep and profound way, right? So you can face your shadows and and see that they're actually not that uh, ghosty and, and 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 dominating, right? And for me, the shadows are all fear, the negativity, all of that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're owning those parts of you, those negative parts. Let's look at the the joy 
the ecstasy, the bliss, the, the playfulness, the sassiness, the brilliance that's also going to be owned at the same time. And that's the power of that personal growth work, that you build both muscles. You're able to see your shadows and your stories, but you're also able to see your brilliance and your beauty. And that creates the balance, which I think a lot of people are looking for. Oh, I love how you put that together. I really do. Because um, we spent a lot of time, I say we, but I think like we spend a lot of time ashamed of these shadows and thinking we have to like fix them. They're the worst parts of me there. I don't want anyone to see those parts. And I still think there's a lot of beauty in the shadows because that's like who we are at the core. And the more we can learn to love all parts of ourselves and stop resisting and cutting off those parts that we judge, we judge them more than anyone else. Yeah. If we can stop cutting those off, we can allow more of our full authentic self to be seen. Absolutely. Absolutely. And your story is powerful, right? Like, 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 um, I think when, when as women, we can start really telling, I call it telling the truth. I mean, Mm -hmm. sounds super simple. Like, let's just tell the truth. Like, what's really going on with you? Right. Like, if you weren't saying, Look, I'm, I'm the CEO, I'm the CEO of a company. I'm expected to look a certain way. I'm expected to talk. Soon. I'm expected to have a certain mindset. Like that's one part of you. And that's awesome. And that's beautiful. And you can own all of that. Right. But I know that there's other stuff going on there. Right. What's, what's the other stuff that's going on? Right. <laughs> Is that, uh, you know, marriage that's collapsing? Is that a uh, challenged relationship with your mother? Is that, uh, you know, uh, trouble with your, your child? Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and if we can take those parts of us and say, that's also part of me. Yes. And I have this brilliance and I'm this brilliant mind and I'm this brilliant woman. But the truth is that I'm human and I'm dealing with all of my parts, right? I think we would be able to empower each other so much more if more people could share more of their story in that way, as opposed to create that persona that we you know getting into the habit of doing on social media where it's all about the glam and the beauty and how everything is amazing and wonderful but we don't get to actually see that behind that is a human being going through some challenges too oh wow there were so many things there that just hit but it's exactly that's a big piece that we get stuck on with social media is looking at someone's you know, snapshot glam and think, and think that I can't do it like they do. Or the other thing that I see a lot with vulnerability and it happened, it actually happened even this morning in the sense that somebody sent me a message, which actually inspired another post that I put out there because they were saying, my story is not big enough. It's not bad enough. It compared to somebody else's, it's not that big. And like we downplay our successes and not even just successes, but we downplay our stories so much. And I got her to open up and share what her story was. And honestly, can I just say small is not it. It was a, it was a big, powerful story of what she had overcome and she had done nothing but downplay it as though it's really not a big deal at all. So she was afraid to show up and allow herself to be seen, to be vulnerable, to be authentic, because she felt it wasn't big enough compared to somebody else's. Exactly. And if we could stop comparing ourselves, it would be one of the greatest things we ever accomplished as women. Because how can you compare yourself? You are one unique miracle 
There will never be another person like you with your story ever. Like if that does not blow your mind, I don't know what will, right? So nobody can do Mahima like Mahima can do Mahima, right? And so even the idea of thinking, you know, if we could be inspired by each other, that's a different story, right? Like I've been inspired by you know women that have woken me up from where I feel I've been playing a small game or being a little sleepy, right? And they've come into my life. Uh, I give a, an example of um, Lisa Nichols, right? Do, do you know her? Oh, um, Mahima, Lisa Nichols could possibly be one of the most quoted people I refer to on this podcast. And okay. I, so I, when I saw, that was actually going to be one of my questions for you is, who has inspired you um, because you've had the privilege to work? What privilege? I'm going to actually just rephrase that word. It's not just privilege because you've worked hard for those opportunities. Yeah, I've had the wisdom Thank to you. go That's- after and invest in myself. And yeah. yes, I, I could coach one-on-one with Lisa and and other coaches. I have Kane and Lesia Minkus. I don't know if you know um, those guys. They, they have been very pivotal in my uh, transformation, especially of my business and, of course, of my mindset and everything, mm-hmm. right? So, so yeah, I, I, I believe in the power of being inspired by other people's story mm-hmm. as opposed to comparing myself with someone else's story, right? Because there is nothing to compare. It's the same way you cannot compare an apple with an orange or banana with a pineapple. There's only one thing they have in common and that's their fruit, okay? So we're all human, okay? I love that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And, and you have your own individual journey and story. And you're so right. I have so many women coming on um, my campus and say and thinking that they're not enough or that their story is insignificant. But when they start to tell their story, it's profound yeah. what they have accomplished, what they have overcome, what they are dreaming about creating. It's 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 amazing. Mm-hmm. So I think that comparison game is very uh, detrimental to women. And so if we could really just just stop it all together, and and how I um, suggest to do that is. Whenever you see notice it happening, go to be inspired. Go yeah. to say, what I love about what this woman is doing is X, Y, Z. And if she can do it, why can't I do it? Like, mm-hmm. you know, what is she doing that is allowing her to do that? And you'll find that there is people helping her. Yeah. You'll find that there's people helping her and that's how she's doing it. Right. So if you start to understand what the success um, secrets are, yeah, the successities, like recipes. Love then, that. Yeah. Then you can start using those and, and, and glowing your own mind. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I, I love that. Um, when we fall into a space of comparison, like a lot of times I'll even say that, like, I just love how you said this is like what I love about X, Y, and D what you love about someone else and what is inspiring you about someone else is available within you too. Like that's why you see it, right? That's exactly why you see it is because it's like, there's a part of you deep down in your soul that is like, you've actually got that in there too. Exactly. Oh, I love this. I love this so much. It's giving me goosebumps because 
when I was at the A-Fest and I saw Lisa speaking for the first time, mm-hmm. I, I was playing a small game with mm-hmm. myself. And I thought I was playing quite a big game, quite honestly and frankly, right? Um, but when I saw Lisa making a room of 300 people sobbing, mm-hmm. sobbing, like there wasn't a, a dry eye. I was howling. Everybody was howling. And, and, and it was just this raw love and, and connection and vibe that I was like, this is what I want to be doing. Mm-hmm. And I felt my potential that I could do it. And she awakened me by showing me this is possible, right? And that's what made me go, that's my trajectory, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's the, that's the power of, of stopping to compare and going into being inspired, right? Because it, she opened up the door inside of me. I came back from that event and I started changing my life. Yeah. My husband, 23 years, uh, well, at that point we were maybe 17 years or 18 years together. He was shocked at how I was changing up everything. Right. I was like, it's my time, honey. Right. And, you know, I, I stopped doing stuff that I used to do for us, you know, and I started doing stuff for myself. Literally. He was like, uh, what, what happened, happened to my wife <laughs> and and so she just really inspired me to be in radical act, um, action for for change so so we can be anything we want to be honestly we just need the right support and the willingness to act on on those desires inside of us the support and the willingness to act on those desires I love that so you went from and correct me if I'm wrong but you went from hearing Lisa Nichols being inspired to at one point sharing a stage with her yes okay yes, so, that, like, so just for anybody who's let me just go over this again for anybody who's listening <laughs> didn't just get inspired and say I think I'm going to play a bigger game you actually like stepped into a different arena a bigger arena and you actually so what was that growth and trajectory like and it was it, it was it was mind-blowing because honestly it was like um, I, I, so at the point where I met Lisa, I'd already met these other amazing coaches, uh, Kane and Lesia, that, that I t- uh, told you about. So they were already hacking my system like crazy um, so that so that I could be that like inspired when I saw Lisa, because everything is happening for our good. Right. So there's layers and layers and layers. So I met Lisa at exactly the moment that I needed to meet her. And I'd already been sort of hacked open by these other coaches who were showing me all kinds of levels that I could uh, sort of aspire to and reach. And so as soon as I met Lisa, I was like, I know that I'm going to coach with her one-on-one. Right. But it was like, you know, like, uh, oh yeah a lot of money okay? yep. and yep. at that point I was like I'd already invested with these other coaches so mm-hmm. I was just like well I'm with these guys now right um but I I I just knew I knew it's going to happen that I'm going to coach with Lisa and I wanted to coach with a one-on-one because mm-hmm. I felt that that is what I wanted and of course that's the top uh, tier package and so forth so I just went about my business and kept on being inspired by her, kept on listening and then being around her. And then when the time was right, I invested and uh, started to coach with her one-on-one. What she has taught me, what you learn from these coaches is, is thing, it's like riding a bike, 
like it's it's lifelong lessons like how you you know about business about about mindset money mindset yeah about value about worth um i couldn't have taught this to myself like not in a trillion million years like i couldn't even come to the ideas even with all of the hours of meditation and all of the personal growth work i'd done on myself right you can't hack your own system so because you reach a plateau at one point you had a plateau mm-hmm. right of uh, whatever it is you're doing and i was definitely at those plateaus when i met these teachers and then they helped me get to the next level right so so yes and 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 then that that opened up the the gate i actually uh, did an event with lisa i invited here her here to switzerland she came to switzerland um i introduced her to the um the tribe that i had created here in switzerland so i got to share the stage with my mentor and you know at um and that was amazing and also at her event where i went to as well um i had that opportunity so 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 yes when we when uh, what i realized was i needed to be with more successful people mm-hmm. that is was one of the breakthroughs that i had i was i was the people i was hanging around with were focused on problems as opposed to gratitude and success mm-hmm. and being around um Kane and Lesia and Lisa and you know uh, Les Brown and all the people i got to meet they their focus is on how can i make this world a better place and having as much fun while doing it and that was a different focus and i wasn't used of being around conversations where it wasn't uh you know complaining about one what isn't working in one's life and feeling confused and lost but rather being hey we're on this trajectory and that was fun for me i was like oh my god this is this is so much fun <laughs> it's a different conversation so that w- that's really what changed uh, understanding that it's very important who you surround yourself with and you know people say but i might i don't have access to these people i didn't either i created the access Mhm I created the access. It's and and I love that you said that because a lot of people will think that I don't have that access. I don't have that availability. Um there's a lot of free content out there that you can binge. There's a lot of content that you can get like you can really start to listen to. Um like Lisa Nichols is one I listen to any podcast she's on I'm always but she was one who opened up my eyes of how to share a difficult story and leave everyone mm. in integrity. That was probably my biggest aha. Uh-huh. I left I left um a live event. I saw her in Vegas in 2015 and I left that event and I was like I can write my book now. I know how to write my book because I know how to be respectful about everyone else that's in the story. Now, I mean, I have never coached with her directly. Great thing to put out there, seriously. Um, but it definitely you can still get access to a lot of things by continually putting yourself in. But I was in a room full of probably 6-700 people. So it wasn't a one but I got in the room and I got in yeah. the room in a way. So find a way to get into the rooms and you'll learn. And our thoughts are funny because I talk a lot about our subconscious reprogramming and our thoughts are only ever replaying the past or predicting the future. They only do one of the two. So if you're surrounding yourself with people who are continually replaying the past, that is going to lead to you playing small. It is. Yeah. And when you surround yourself with people who are always forward focused possibility mindset, now you you start to see opportunities that you wouldn't have even been on your radar. 
I love that. Love that. So precise on point. I just love the way you express that. Yes, the opportunities that, you know, that are all around us. Mm -hmm. But people, you know, I've had people come to me at my event and ask me where they can find a personal growth mentor. Oh, like straight to my face. They're at my event. I'm teaching all about personal growth and they'll come to me almost stressed. Mahima, you've talked about finding a personal growth mentor. <laughs> Where can I find one? Oh my God. I kid you not. I kid you not. And I tell the story frequently because it hasn't just happened like once. It's happened like five, six times, right? Where, and I'm like, what am I, chopped liver? Like, I'm <laughs> right in front of you, right? And, I, and so I know that the, the, there's a part of our, I call it the ego mind. Yeah. Okay, the ego mind, which when it shuts down, it, it really shuts down our intelligence to mm -hmm. a degree that we don't realize until yeah. you break free from it, right? And then you realize, oh my God, I spend so much time in drama, mm -hmm. in negativity, in things I actually don't need to be involved in, but mm -hmm. it's just a habit. Yeah, and it's a habit that we've learned from the, the society and the culture because you turn on the news. What are they telling you about? They're telling you about all the, 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 the drama that's happening. Oh, yeah. Right. So, so that's what we focus on. And as you said, if you're, if you're, you know, a change maker, you, you need to be focused somewhere else. Right. I say to people, if you're, if your energy is not right, if your mind's not right, how can you create the change you want to create in the world to create, to make this world a more positive place? We need to become more positive. Right. And then people have strange ideas about that. They're like, well, well, we can't just be all positive. Like, like, you know, like, like, like that's not possible anyway. You can't just be all positive all the time. It's something much more authentic and much more sincere. Like, I have the right to inner peace. I do not need to carry my whole life just in my mind worrying and stressing about things that I can't influence or change. Mm. I have the right to say, I don't want to be busy with that. Yeah. I have the right to choose what I ingest mentally and emotionally. And I have the right to set boundaries and say, I don't want to watch the news every day and, you know, have my system become toxic because I'm listening to all this scary stuff that's freaking me out. Like I have the right to say, that's not going to be part of my daily life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The news that I need will come to me like, you know, like, uh, like everything in life that, you know, the essentials, they come to you. You will not need to worry about, I need to be updated, right? <laughs> With the news. So we can choose so much more than we think about what we're exposing ourselves to. Expose yourself to lightness, expose yourself to joy, expose yourself to gratitude, to playfulness, to curiosity. Uh, expose yourself to music as a medicine to heal yourself. You know, expose yourself to to um, creative thinking and 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 uh, you know laughter. So we need to seek these things. We need to be hungry for them and want them, right? And 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 I think when that when when there's a genuine and sincere search for you know happiness, I think you can find it without working let's say as hard as I did back in the day because I've been on this journey since the last 27 odd years but in that time the consciousness has expanded and so people are it's more available to us 
the the the, the tools for for joy and happiness more than ever i think uh in at least in my lifetime mm-hmm. when i used to talk about this 20 years ago people would look at me like what's she talking about what's she talking about what's she saying like <laughs> why is she being so weird why is it so weird? exactly exactly <laughs> and now i speak to people and i feel that my words penetrate their heart i feel like even if they're not really into this stuff they get it on a very deep subconscious level because we've moved a lot of you know energy in the last time so i think that you you don't think it's a long hard journey to become a more happy peaceful person i show my students every day how easy it is if you have the right tools yes mm-hmm. and yes. you're willing to give a little consistency right a little consistency into the journey that's just even even 10 to 15 minutes a day can be mind blowingly creating a new you compared to 0 minutes a day right oh thank you for sharing all of that there's just like there's so many nuggets in there for the listeners and i mean i'd love you to go back even a few minutes and listen to exactly how you shared so much there it was just it's beautiful now I know our time is valuable and I want to make sure I can like honor your time. You have some resources that you would like to share with the listeners. And I'll make sure everything is in the show notes too. But what would you like to share for especially with somebody's listening right now and says, "Wait, I want to learn more about this and I want to understand it." Mm, great. So I have three juicy beautiful gifts for everybody and it's all free and you can I'll, I'll give you the place where you can go and get it. and it is first my international best selling book which has my three steps that you really need to know about for inner peace right because when we talk about inner peace how it's very elusive right and in this book i share the three most important things you need to know and you know it will already start to hack your system and start to entertain you because i'm all about entertainment while we're learning right so that's that's my thing so there's humor some parts might make you cry a little bit some parts will make you laugh but you'll start to learn about the the foundation for inner peace so that's my international best selling book you're also going to get what i call seven days reprogram your mind our mind is programmed on negativity and i want you to program it to look for positivity right so to switch focus and perspective on what instead of lack abundance instead of fear trust instead of uh smallness expansion so my 7 days reprogram your mind is allowing you within 15 minutes a day of practice to start focusing on what matters which is your soul your spirit which is peace joy uh love so so you start to think differently so that's a, a resource i'd love to share and then the last thing is my 21 day meditation challenge which i think says everything it needs to say if you feel resistant for meditation then please go ahead and use my 21 day meditation challenge because all my students have told me they couldn't believe how easy it was for them to engage in the med- because they tried other meditations because people think they know about meditation but trust me all meditation is is self love you will sit and be with yourself breathe listen 
and expand. It is delicious. And it's only 10 to 15 minutes a day. For 21 days, you're going to feel amazing after that. So those are the three resources I have. And you can go to the mahimamindset.com forward slash free. Yeah, mahimamindset.com forward slash free. And I say mahima, it's very simple. It's mama with a hi in the middle. So M-A-H-I-M-A. Okay. I'm never going to forget that now. I love that. I love that. Hi. I absolutely love that. Oh my gosh. So what kind of events do you have coming up? Thank you for sharing all of that. It will all be in the show notes because I, first off, I just want to say thank you again for that because um, I have really been exploring the meditation in the last like six months and fairly consistently for about the last two to three months. And it's been very different in how I do it. It's not like it has to look this way, but I also am being aware that there are times like it's not just starting the morning. There are sometimes during the day where I can feel anxiety come up or I can feel this energy that I'm like, Ooh, that doesn't feel good. I will literally stop and go back and do a meditation again. So it's like just like catching that behavior and trying to create that change. And it's, it's so funny because it's not ever what I thought I would be doing, um, but I obviously it was exactly what I needed. So thank you yes. for sharing that. I look forward to tapping into that. Oh my gosh. I've loved this conversation and I could chat with you for a very long time, but I do want to, again, respect and appreciate your time and energy for somebody who is listening. And they're like, I so want to create this in my life, but I feel blocked or I feel like it's not enough or I feel like can you just leave the listeners with one or two quick things that maybe can help them to create a shift in where they are right now to see what is possible? Yes. Um, you're worthy. You are worthy of transformation. And it is, it's not as difficult as you may think, right? A lot of us don't start the journey because we think it's going to be too hard. I came to this journey through the power of love and joy. My first experience with personal growth was in a meditation where I felt immediate inner peace. So that was the foundation of the work that I was exposed to. So it doesn't have to go through the shadow of like face your fears. Like like it can be. Face joy, face peace, face love. And then from that place, let's have a look at your shadows. So that's that's the, the work. And, and if you can find a teacher or a community or tribe that that's their philosophy, jump in. It's going to be worth you're worth it. You're worth it because it is, it is, it's not as, as challenging as you think. That's what I want to leave you with. It's it's easier than you think. <laughs> yeah. I love that you said that. I love that you said how it's actually not as hard as we think. So you've shown and shared so much in this episode and I'm grateful for your time. I have one more question for you and it is what lesson in life are you most grateful for? Ooh, so many. Um, I'm, I'm grateful for knowing an inner peace, a love and a joy that's not dependent on external circumstances, events or people. I'm grateful that when I heard that, that that was possible, that I jumped on it and said, I want to learn that. Mm-hmm. And I have learned it. 
and I'm grateful that I can help others to learn it. Mm, beautiful. Beautiful. For those of you who are listening, um, what I want you to take away from that piece there is how fast your answer came out because that was your internal answer. Like when somebody, you know how when somebody asks you a question, it's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I can't think. And then we're almost even like subconsciously trying to figure out like, what am I supposed to say? What does it look like? And we're already going outside of ourselves. You dropped right in. And the second you dropped in, it was like, boom, there's the answer. And I think that's where our power is this learning how to tap in faster and trust what that message is that's coming down for us. You're amazing, Marsha. What an interview. I've just enjoyed. I feel so much love, light coming from your heart. What a generous, beautiful woman. And I have just had an amazing time with you today. And I'm just beaming and can't wait for us to continue our love affair. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you everyone for listening. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. If you love this episode, I invite you to tag me on social media with your takeaways or share it with a friend. Please, if you feel called, take 30 seconds to leave a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. Until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.